Welcome to Calvary Church, where we are dedicated to loving God and loving people. If you want to know more about us, please check us out online at calvary.ca. Now let's check out this week's message from our lead pastor, Stephen McDonald. Welcome to week number one of a brand new mini-series we're calling A Generous Life. A big hello to everyone joining us on our Calvary Church online, on our Calvary Church podcast, and of course, all of you live and in person here in the house today. I'm very excited about this two-episode series, as well as this particular time of the year. It's finally cooling off a little bit, and I think all of us are recovering from all the Thanksgiving feasting, and now some of us are back to some exercise routines to prepare in advance for all the Christmas treats that are coming our way. The rain has returned to some degree, and I I love it, actually. It's nice uh, for sleeping at night to hear a little bit of rain out there, good for all the wildfires in the region as well. And uh, hopefully whatever snow is ahead of us, yeah, I said it, hopefully it's not too generous. Although, you know, to be honest, I always kind of hope for a couple of good storms. Uh, That's all I need is just a couple. Uh, just where everything is kind of slows, slows everything down. And maybe it's the maritime blood in me that, that hopes for that, but not too much because we got to plow it all here at the church, and that's not a, a fun thing. You know, over the years, one of the things that our church family has become known for is its generosity. We have generously given and continue to do so to world missions, Uh, helping plant churches and strengthen people and ministry around the world, spreading the good news. And with recent events with the war in Israel, uh, we are partnering once again with IPHC World Missions to provide um, some uh, humanitarian relief uh, to the ministries, our ministries that are there on the ground. So please continue to pray for Israel, for its peace, for its protection. Pray for our brothers and sisters in the region. And you'll hear more about that in greater detail in a few weeks when Calvary career missionary Bob Cave will be with us live and in person here at the church. And so he's going to bring us up to speed uh, with everything that's happening. You know, we also uh, responded with big hearts to disaster relief, to church plants, Uh, even assisted with sending teams uh, to help rebuild communities, to help rebuild lives. It's just been a part of the DNA of who we are here at Calvary. And uh, as a matter of fact, every year at our vision offering, right after our vision offering, the first thing that we do is tithe on whatever comes in so that we can in turn be a blessing to other churches and ministries. And this year, we were able to bless Pastor Ryan and Lesia Rainville at Vintage Church in Kelowna. We were able to bless City Church in Halifax uh, and to also bless Hope Center Ministries. It's an addiction and treatment center with our friend Josh Hanna. Uh, And we were also able to bless the Teen Church Network, which also is a great blessing to our church and our leaders. And then here at home, listen, faithfully, every Tuesday, people are in our kitchen preparing food, and then other teams are prepared to serve that food uh, on the street uh, as we work with Night Shift Ministries, loving and serving our street friends in the Wally area. We sponsor Bonacord Elementary School here in Surrey, 
helping needy families with groceries and resources as we continue to partner with the City Dream Center, continuing that legacy of generosity here at the church. And that's not mentioning even the hundreds of volunteers who faithfully serve here every Sunday, uh, those serving in the parking lot teams, on our host teams, our hospitality teams, our worship teams, our sound, media, lights, those that, that are small group leaders, those serving in children's ministry and student ministries. And the list, it literally goes on and on and on. These are people who so generously give of their time and their talent. We are truly blessed to continue such a rich legacy of generous living here at Calvary. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 11 says, You will be enriched in every way, so that you can be generous on every occasion. And through your generosity, it will result in thanksgiving to God. So you and I, we're blessed to be a blessing. And our church is filled with stories of generous people living generous lives and making the difference that needs to be made in our community. And every week I hear these stories, especially through our small groups, as people love and serve one another that are going through challenging times, whether it's ministering and visiting people in hospitals or celebrating together uh, with, with great milestones. We've seen generations, older generations, coming together with younger generations, almost being grandparents to that next generation. These relationships are such a blessing. We see small groups helping immigrants as they move into the community and join our church, helping them with, with groceries and furniture to get them started. These are just, just, just a fraction of all the stories of generosity, the generous lives that are lived here right at home in our church family. So let's get started with a portion of scripture that, that I really see as kind of the theme for our Generous Life series, and that's found in the book of First Timothy. Now this book is actually not written to a specific church, but to a pastor. Here we see Paul writing to Pastor Timothy. First Timothy chapter six, verse 17 through 19 says this. It says, teach those who are rich in this world. Now, Let's just pause for a minute. I don't want you to tune out what's coming next because you think, well, that's talking about somebody else. That, that's, you know, that's talking about rich people, not, not me, because I wouldn't maybe define myself as a, a rich individual. At least my bank account wouldn't say that. But it says, teach those who are rich in the world. Now, there's something here for all of us, not to be proud, not to trust in their money, which is so unreliable, Scripture says, and we know this just within what we've been experiencing over the last few years with our economy and the cost of living. It says, their trust should be in God, who richly gives us all we need for our enjoyment. Tell them to use their money to do what? To do good. They should be rich in good works. So instead of an impressive stock portfolio and a bloated bank account with all kinds of Bitcoin. <laughs> Be rich in the way that you treat other people. The scripture says by doing this, they will be storing up their treasures, talking about our heavenly account as a good foundation for the future. Now, the second thing, and I really want you to get this. This is really the, 
the central point of what we're talking about today and in the next couple of weeks in this series. It says, so that they may experience true life. So finally we get a glimpse of, of what life is really about or what life really should be about. A glimpse at what we're talking about and zeroing in on today, a generous life. John Bunyan, the famous English writer and preacher back in the 1600s, and the author of The Pilgrim's Progress said, you have not lived today until you've done something for someone who can never repay you. So you've never truly lived until you've done something that profoundly affects the life of another person. We see that in the activities within a church community. So how important is this concept of, of giving in the Bible? Because we see many topics that are covered in Scripture, uh, important topics like, like believing, like prayer, or, or love, and how important that is. As a matter of fact, the word believe is used 272 times in the Bible. That's a lot, right? It's a very important subject. The word prayer or pray is used 371 times. The word love is used 714 times. That's a lot because we know that God is love. But listen to this, the word give is used more than 2,100 times throughout the Bible. That's a significant jump. Now, Why is that? Because at the heart of it all, that's what our God is all about. He is generous. For God so loved the world, he gave. From cover to cover, the Bible is the account of a generous loving God who gave the very best that he had. And the truth is, when you're on the receiving end of generosity, you now have the capacity to generously bless the people around you. Psalm 37 verse 21 says, the wicked borrow and never repay, but the godly are generous Givers, You and I, when we follow God, when we live a life that, that reflects his image, we are generous givers, just like he is. Proverbs 11, verse 25, says the generous will prosper. And then it goes on to say something happens to a generous giver, to this person who's generous. Uh, this is what happens. It says those who refresh others, will they themselves be refreshed? So when you give... You actually feel it. You experience that refreshing that comes by blessing and refreshing other people. I want you to know that when you hear from, from Bob in, in a few weeks, our Calvary missionary, you're going to hear many stories of changed lives. People who are being refreshed right now in difficult times because of your generosity. Those living in the middle of war and conflict those that, that have great need, even greater than what you're experiencing yourself today, those people are feeling refreshed because of the way that you live your life, the generous way that you live your life. And Pastor Susan and I, on more than one occasion, have had a chance to minister on these mission fields, to, to see people eyeball to eyeball, to wrap our arms around people, to see from tear-filled eyes people saying, thank you, thank you so much for you and your church, for making a difference in our lives, in our family, in our city. Thank you so much. You know, in hearing that, we 
are refreshed, and I hope you are today feeling refreshed by those honest expressions of love because of your generosity, because of the generous way that you live your life. And you know what? When marketplace leaders stand with our church community in how we respond to need, lives are forever changed. Something significant happens in the kingdom when kings and priests work together, when kingdom-minded businessmen and women come alongside of the mission of the church, cities and countries are changed forever. That's the influence that you have in the way that you live your life. Something about living a generous life that is really a reflection of the heart of God himself. You know, when I think of a generous life or someone who lives that way, I right away think of my mom and dad and how they raised my sister and I. You know, whenever we're able, whenever we can take some time to get away, we always like to go home and, and visit, to be with family. And my mother will know this to be true, so if she's listening today, she can attest to this, but whenever we go home, I look forward to, to her homemade biscuits. These are legendary biscuits, man, recipe that has been passed down from her mother, my grandmother. And you know what? When I look back, when my grandmother was still alive and we would visit her as kids, it seemed like every time we came through the door, you could smell it, man. You, it seemed like she was pulling those biscuits out of the oven just as we walked through the door. My grandmother lived a generous life. Not because my grandparents were, were wealthy, but she always made room for one more person at her table. And whenever her kids or her grandkids were going through a rough time, she was always there giving out of the little that she had. You see, our generosity reflects the generosity of God himself. So now we have a bit of a picture of what a generous life actually looks like. And I think some of you, as I'm telling those stories, have people in your life who have influenced you and brought strength to your life, generous people, that the way they lived their life has, has affected you to this day, who's made you a better person. And of course, the clearest picture that we have in Scripture is looking at Jesus, the way that he lived his life. He lived that generosity that we're talking about today. He generously laid everything that he had down so that we could pick up this life that he's called us to. So as we begin this series, I want to give you a, just a handful of benefits that come from living a generous life. And the first one is the favor of God. I want you to know that I believe for this and expect this by faith in my life every day. I believe this for my family. I believe this for all of you as our church family, that you would have the favor of God in your life. Psalm 112 verse 5 says, Good will come to those who are generous and lend freely, who conduct their affairs with justice. Good will come to those who are generous. That's talking about favor. That's what, what it's explaining there. We live with his favor. Second benefit that we see is true prosperity. And I say true prosperity because some of that has been stretched and warped and, and just really distorted in our understanding of it. And sadly, 
the extreme versions of this truth have received more attention in the church than the, the truth itself. Third John 1 verse 2 says, Dear friend, I hope all is well with you and you are as healthy in body as you are strong in spirit. Now, the New King James Version says it like this, that you may prosper in all things and be in good health as your soul prospers. So true prosperity is health in every part of your life where we reflect his perfect will for, for each of us. A third benefit of living a generous life is a legacy of impact. And I was speaking to someone uh, not long ago about their kids, and they were dealing with some difficult situations at home, and they were a little frustrated. And, and I said kind of jokingly, aren't kids a blessing? And they said to me, yeah, I guess that's one way of, of putting it. <laughs> but the truth is, they should be, and they can be. But you have a major role to play in seeing that come to pass. Psalm 37, 25 to 26 says, Once I was young, and now I am old. Some of you prayed that prayer, read that scripture when you looked in the mirror this morning. Once I was young, and now I am old, yet I have never seen the godly abandon or their children begging for bread. The godly always give generous loans to others, and their children are a blessing. So we can live as a benefit of a generous life, experiencing this legacy of blessing and impact, influence in our families, in our communities and cities. And then finally, the last benefit that we'll talk about today, and we'll pick it up next week as we continue, is treasures in heaven. Treasures in heaven. Now, I heard a lot about this growing up, especially when I would serve within the church and give up my time. People would say, oh, God bless you. We really appreciate your help. You're storing up blessings in heaven. And I would say to myself, that's all well and good, but what about some blessings right now, right? Like, I can't buy groceries with that, with whatever I'm having in heaven. I need some tangible understanding of what this is all about. But the truth is the two are directly connected. How we live our lives in the here and now directly affects and influences how we live in eternity. Giving is living. And Jesus taught us that. That's true life. So today, as we bring this message to a close, I want to end where we started. 1 Timothy 6, 18 to 19 says, tell them to use their money to do good. I'm telling all of you today and encouraging you that whatever means you have, use it to do good. They should be rich in good works and generous to those in need. May God help each one of us to be generous to those in need. We as a church can, can bless and be a part of refreshing and strengthening people all the way around the world that are in the middle of war, we can be a blessing to them. We can refresh them in the midst of the tension that they live. Always being ready to share with others, whether it's in our small group or just in our day-to-day -day lives. And by doing this, they will be storing up treasure as a good foundation for the future so that they may experience, remember, true life or a generous life. God wants you and I to live a generous life, just like the one that he lived. Because in doing so, we can refresh and be a blessing to others and really make a, a path 
for the lost to come to know Christ. Let's pray. Father, we thank you today for your presence at work within our lives. We thank you for living a generous life, and we ask that, that today each one of us, that even sometimes out of the little that we have, that we would choose to be a blessing to others, to live in a generous way, to do good, to see change happen because we represent, we are ambassadors of the kingdom of God and we represent your love and your generosity at every turn. Today we speak a blessing on this church and pray that it would continue to, to, to be a generous church. We pray for our friends in the world that are experiencing difficult times. We pray for the peace uh, and protection of Israel. And for those in that region that, that we know and love, that we support, those that are serving and loving others, we pray for the peace of Israel, for the peace of, of, of just the world who right now is experiencing this tension and conflict. God, we trust you that, that you can make a difference, even here at home in our own nation, that, that your kingdom would come and your will would be done in everything that we put our hands to do. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.